Welcome to this episode of the Inkblot for the Nine Trials chapter Enter a Home Through the Pet Door. Our post play conversation talking about the game, chatting about the topics of the day, and catching up between friends, and certainly no metagaming. The conversation is already in progress at the Inkblot, where everyone sees the picture a little bit differently. I was trying to sneak that in on you. (laughs) Super subtle. The whole thing just all of a sudden like shifted and changed. And I was like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, "Ah!" nothing, nothing. It's all fine. Ignore it. (laughs) Uh, So that was an adventure. I have to admit that one was that was a fun round. Yeah, thinking about everything that happened, it feels like that that whole trial was a lot <laughs> all at once. Yeah. And at first we thought it was probably going to be like one of the easiest ones. Yeah. You know, oh okay, just go on into the um go into the um the bakery, grab, you know, something that they want think is trash and then head on out and then oh cockroaches. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all made some enemies, so whoops. yeah, no, those cockroaches don't like us. Princess, Princess did you Snowball say doesn't have. I did. Princess Snowball <laughs> doesn't have any enemies. Everyone loves her. <laughs> she only has yeah, fans. Okay. Fans and lesser fans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> fans and fans to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Potential that, yeah. fans. Yeah, not potential. That implies that there's they're also potentially not going to be fans. They will be fans, there's, there's just not just yet. Fans and fans yet to be. Exactly. Justin gets me. <laughs> it's just the fact that they haven't gotten a chance to meet you yet, princess. I mean, once they meet you, I mean, how could they resist? You no know, no one can. Fur the personality, you uh, know. Yes. <laughs> It's just oh so just overwhelming. Did anyone notice that like Jitters is so much nicer today? I am just happy. Too. I don't know. To be around cats and there's no more cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, I lived in, a, in a, an apartment that had roaches. And ever since then, mm-hmm. I have had, a, I'm just like, no, 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 no. The only um, acceptable scenario for cockroaches is like, I don't know, in a glass container, like at a museum, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Ah. Just pulling that like out of my hat. Fancy hissing ones. Yes, exactly. Very, very far away, like Madagascar. (laughs) Yes. yes. Just a place off the top of my head. Those are the only acceptable cockroaches. I am loving just um, this game and I love what we're doing because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love playing like D&D and stuff, but it's really nice to be in like a world and an atmosphere to where it is so much. It's there's you still are open to pretty much to do whatever you want, but there are things that we have had, you know, physical contact with before. There's these things that um, it's a world that you're familiar with. And Listen, you can't just... spend 20 minutes in game time just trying to go to the bathroom in D&D, can you? <laughs> no. I no. Have to admit that it does not happen. 
and it and to needs know to what masterpiece she'd created. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it probably has a lot to do with your game master. I've I've had some game masters where I could see that that whole thing could just go wrong, and we could probably <laughs> spend the entire night trying to find the restroom. Try to think what the most ridiculous thing we've tried to do all night long. There was one game where we were playing Changeling and uh, there was a bottle of fairy wine. And in that game, fairy wine is layered. It has like a rainbow of layers. And each layer that you drink has a different set of effects that could happen. So first you have to choose the color that you're going to drink or whatever order is left in the bottle. And then you roll what effect that that has on you. And we spent... It had to be three or four hours just drinking this <laughs> bottle of fairy wine at the fairy it. bar and just all this weird stuff happening. I did end up under a table with <laughs> the with the soon-to-be next Lord of the Underworld oh holding Ooh. on to the table. And he was like, it's going to be fine. Just hold on for the ride. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And we oh didn't get gosh. anything accomplished. We were you know, supposed to be saving <laughs> the world. sounds like you got just enough accomplished. Just enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. We did speaking, not save the world that night. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of mind-altering drugs, um, oh. I was almost <laughs> oh certain that when um, Snuffles was on top of the, um, what is it called? Um, was um, where all the baskets were. I yes. was almost certain oh, yeah. that he was going to come across some catnip. Me too. That's what I thought. And was I was like, make. oh no, I, because I know how cats act around catnip. So I'm just like, oh no, we are going to get stuck here and the humans are going to come in and all the cats are just going to be sprawled out. <laughs> come down and see like five cats in the uh, mud room. And there's just gonna, they're just going to be all like, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh my gosh, we're so chilling here. Come join us. <laughs> that would have made the cockroach attack a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, oh it could have actually, it could have gone either way. For a brief moment, I thought about catnip, and I realized <laughs> that it would be funny, but I, I knew instinctually that it just wasn't going to make for the best story. Mm. And it didn't make the most sense in the story. Why would they keep catnip in there? That doesn't make sense. But they would keep the salmon treats in there because yeah, they yeah. were trying to train Kirsch. So it made the most sense in the world. Yeah. Although the catnip would have been really funny, especially because <laughs> it was Snuffles and he's kind of already, I picture him as sort of a California dude you know anyway <laughs> so that would have just taken his dude level up a little bit and i i personally think that jitters um he could go one of either way either he gets super paranoid on right? catnip or He's since he is jitters. always so since he gets he he is kind of wound up a little tightly um he would become the most mellow out of everyone he just he just be like oh my gosh have no cares in the world whatsoever hey, shouldn't we get back to the nine trials you're like nah it's okay they'll be there you know i kind of hope that if we do catnip then you should roll a dice and see if it's even or odd <laughs> he has a 50 50 chance of having a good trip or a oh. bad trip oh my <laughs> And trials get a while. 
that would be a fun Child's additional um, that would be a fun additional thing to put in like an appendix or something mm-hmm. I'm writing it down <laughs> is it a danger or is it a help is it an ally I don't know depends, depends, where you depends who you ask mm-hmm. right it's of the devil oh brother oh you know what would be really funny mm-hmm. if if you do, if a cat does come into contact with catnip, um, it affects their um, stats for a certain amount of time to where mm. their lowest becomes their highest and their <laughs> highest becomes their lowest to where all like say for me, since my purr is 30 and my highest is instinct, which is 70, um, those two would switch. Ooh. And I would all of a sudden just become like super charismatic but all of a sudden my instincts would just be terrible for one round you're like the most charismatic but clumsy being ever exactly i feel that i've written that down i must say i'm just scribbling away can you hear it yes (laughs) i couldn't tell if that's what that sound was but i thought so Oh, yeah. Taking notes. Taking notes. You guys should see my notes. They're a total mess. <laughs> I'm sure. That's, you know, how a good GM does it. There's all <laughs> kinds of scribbling. It starts off really neat and tidy. And right. Then of course. About halfway through, I'm trying to fit the words broken flip-flop on the, the margins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now I feel it. We just did, like, our session zero, and I was, like, scribbling notes the whole time. I typed it up five typed pages of notes. Oh wow. That's too many typed. notes, folks. Yes, typed. Oh wow. Single space. Oof. I really don't take notes at all. I, I mean for me, for some reason, it's really hard for me to play and write notes at the same time. So I really get more like words. And that's, that's it. So I'm gonna, yeah. to, I'm gonna have to be like uh, raccoon tin hat Anthony, and that's all I got. <laughs> and I'm going to have to remember who Anthony the raccoon with the tin hat with the tin hat was. I don't take that's so many fair. notes during gameplay. I mean, as y'all can tell by me asking the same questions over and over again. <laughs> um, but like for session zero, I, I try to like scribble down things. So I'm not usually I'm not as good at it at no, at note taking as I would like to be. No, I think it's going to be here. interesting to see how long it takes them to play essentially the same game that you ran with us with a different group. Because we play, oh, honestly, for months. Yeah, We play for so long. I also realized that, like, because the entire game took just over, like, in game time, took just over 24 hours. And we probably played for longer than 24 hours. We probably lived like, that day first. in real time. Yeah. Wait, Kids and Bikes took place that entire thing that we did was only 24 hours? Yeah, you it went like there the first end, night. Right? You, yeah, it was you only went 24 first... hours of those characters' lives? <laughs> yeah, you it was went at least 48. It was, no, it was, was you went days? Saturday night. You went Saturday, I, it was either Friday or Saturday night that you went to the carnival and you had until the second night of the carnival to get your sister wow. back. That's so yeah, you had one day. I mean, y'all were up really late into the evening, and then you went to Carl's yeah. and slept for like seven hours, and then yeah, it was only a twenty-four hour game. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! 
I know, also, right? I mean, I was, I'm mad at you. About that the other day. I'm, I'm mad at you retroactively because because you said, oh, it's only going to be a two to three week game. I didn't take <laughs> as many notes as I made. I'm like, maybe would have normally. So it's like, oh, I'm yeah, so I don't need sorry. that many. And then it's like, oh. I was a liar. It was helpful. Um, in in my defense, that was the the plan when I was like, yeah, it'll be in 24 hours. It'll just be over like the course of one day. And it's not my fault y'all took three or four months. To- <laughs> no, it is definitely my fault. Just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, we went, we went off the rails. Um <laughs> several times you did you did but this group i think um has the capacity to go even more off the rails i do not think that that is possible it (laughs) it is i i told you y'all took three months to break a ferris wheel they did it session zero (laughs) well they broke it because it was already (laughs) broken yeah at least we had a functioning ferris wheel (laughs) Well, it'll be functioning, and I would bet that it probably won't stay functioning either. <laughs> it is designed to break. Well, who builds a triangle Ferris wheel? That's a great idea, or that's a great question. Uh, these idiots, these idiots make a triangular Ferris wheel. Like it was some sort of art grant gone wrong? Like Yes. That's it. Well, it was supposed to oh, be yeah, because art grants totally don't go wrong. And art grants never go wrong. <laughs> um, it wasn't supposed to be operational, and the town just was really obsessed with it. That's how that happens. This town, yeah, this town is absolutely bonkers. It makes our roadies burgers look like just a normal everyday thing. <laughs> roadies is a normal everyday thing. Fair, exactly. <laughs> Other than the adults version, other than dads on mowers, the kids on bikes version that we played for grownups, have you played kids on bikes? Actually, no, I haven't. Um, I have oh. played the dads on mowers, but yeah, I mean, I was Dustin, just, I'll make didn't... sure to invite you to my children on, on Penny Farthings game. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's just cool because, you know, I'm playing so many more role-playing games now, Um and it's just exciting to be able to get introduced to more and more and more in different games and to find out, you know, how much some of these can be so completely different, yeah. but still just be so much fun to play. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, just go ahead. One game that I'm super excited about, um, and it's not a role-playing game, but um, for my birthday, my wife got me a game called Secret Hitler. <gasps> oh, yes. yes. Okay, so I moved away and you were like, I have so to get bad. it now that Francis isn't here. I see. <laughs> I got it for Francis my birthday. So <laughs> I am just so excited. And it's like, we were looking at it and it says, must have at least five players. And I'm like, oh, come on. We thought at least maybe if we can find like someone else who has the game and we can find a way to do it online. Ooh, but... There's an online version. There is an online oh, there's a website. Is? Yeah, there's a website. Ooh. We can do it. Oh. We can get the whole D&D group and play some Secret Hitler. Ooh, is that something awesome. we should do? What? Sorry? Is it the same game board website with the... No, it's a different no. one. It's it's just Secret Hitler. Oh, they oh, have their own that's... website. They are very fancy. Oh my goodness. Oh, yes. Hey, that's the way to do it, you know? Why outsource <laughs> when you can just be like, you know what? Let's make the website ourselves and get exactly. the money straight from the consumer. Fair, fair. 
Might as well. And the, I just yeah. love the fact that how many things are now I'm finding out are available online. You know, how to be able to connect to play these games, to be able to actually have like the board and the system already set up. I just have to go out and find it. Yeah. I am so bummed about Animal Crossing. Oh my God. I, you need to get your Switch. <laughs> I downloaded the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yes. And I was like, well, the worlds must cross over, right? I'm sure it's fine. No. Absolutely not fine. <laughs> no. I got so excited. I know, because I sent you my code. I'm like, you sent me a code, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, Anne bought a Switch. Let me type in this code. And then I'm like, this Aww. number is one number short, Anne. You must have messed oh. up. I can play Pocket Camp I was with you, so Anne. <laughs> my camp is so cute. And I'm on and I on. love Pocket Camp. I was obsessed for a very long time. Um, I got to spend the rest of the evening researching switches and trying to decide yes. if I wanted the Switch Lite or if I wanted the Switch Original. And then I was like, well, I'll just go on eBay and just buy whatever one's cheaper. You guys, they're more expensive they on eBay. They are more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere they're more Honestly, expensive. Why yeah. would... Why would I buy it from a third party when it's yeah. so inflated? For me mm-hmm. personally, I just bought the Switch or bought the Switch Lite because I was like, well, I don't really I'm never going to play it on my on my TV. Also like my brother has the full one, so if we're playing like two person games, I use his, but mm. I know that for me personally like Animal Crossing, I'm just like, whatever, I don't need to see this on my TV. I'm just playing like by myself so for me for me it was worth it to save a hundred dollars but i also can understand why someone who's trying to do like more intense gaming or multiplayer gaming would want to go for the full thing so i think it just depends on what you're going for you know what i thought would always be really cool is if they were able to somehow hook up like being able to do like role playing through the switch so like everyone wanted to play like a certain game like say if we all wanted to play D &D or pathfinder or call call of cthulhu and everyone would bring the bring their console and they would have all of like the character information and all of the stats and everything on the game and then whoever's the designated game master would be able to have his screen and what's projected onto the tv so if there's maps or anything i'm like Mm. why haven't like um nintendo figured out a way to be able to do this because kind of like a DD land party but for the television on the switch yeah (laughs) well i was thinking about this because recently uh, wendy and i were playing a game on the wii u um and i love that system i think it was completely underutilized Mm -hmm. they should have done there's so many more things that i think nintendo could have pulled off very well mistakes were made yeah um but one of the games that comes with the system is um a haunted mansion game to where oh, there's one there's one player who's the ghost and then there's four other players <laughs> that are um like mario louis or different uh, wii u characters and you're cool. going around with flashlights trying to flash like fla- um <laughs> shine okay that came out wrong <laughs> I know that came on wrong. oh no <laughs> going around with your no flashlight you trying to shine light onto the ghost <laughs> and the more you do it, it kind of like bumps the down the light what? of the ghost. The more you shine the light on the, <laughs> the ghost. The more you flash people. <laughs> the more you flash the ghost, the more the um the health of the ghost goes down. But the ghost is mm-hmm. and but the way that you have 
the one person who's the ghost is able to see everything and everyone. And um, the only way that the other players can see the ghost is when the light shines through the windows from lightning. And that's oh. the only way the ghost would appear in I certain love locations. Like that. And I'm like, why aren't there more games like this where you have one player that's kind of like either the dungeon master or the special character or they have a certain view that no one else has. Mm-hmm. And to be able to play certain games would just that is just such an unopened opportunity, unused opportunity. Speaking of game mechanics, just asking for a friend, not metagaming <laughs> whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. Dustin, what do you think Jitters is most afraid of? Oh. <laughs> um, Questions like this. Honestly, um, cockroaches would probably be pretty high up on that list. He does mm. not like cockroaches. But that's more of a he's disgusted with them. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've had probably the worst personal incident with. Either dogs or... You know what? I'm going to say he is rightfully terrified of coyotes. Okay. Mm. That would probably be a really good... I don't want to think that there's a coyote anywhere within like 20 miles of me. In real life, coyotes are one of the only animals I'm kind of afraid of. Like, <laughs> I'm vi- I'm not very afraid of most animals, but coyotes definitely, like, instill fear in me. <laughs> like, very instinctual fear. Fair. Oh, I know. What do I'm... we think Snowball is afraid of? Who? Girl. <laughs> Girl. I think it's going to, like... <laughs> slap me one of these days she's gonna reach through the mic and just go bam like out of nowhere the next time you come to visit i'm just gonna hit you really hard on the the shoulder and you'll be like what but you'll know what it's for i'll just go who right is her it is is her greatest fear not being a princess anymore probably her greatest fear is like not getting appreciation and love and like being alone i guess i don't know being probably alone. probably like low key the same as mine in a way. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. That was that was meant to be a joke. It just sounded sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes self-deprecating humor just turns off like creepy. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. What do we think Grish is afraid of? I feel like she might be too naive to be afraid of a lot of things. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, Dustin, Snuffles is your friend. What do we think mm-hmm. Snuffles is afraid of? Um, He's pretty laid back. And he that's why we always kind of made such a great team together. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I'm kind of the tense and always on the alert. And he's always able to kind of get me to like relax and look at the bigger picture. Um, but I'm going to have to say... He has a phobia of spiders. I'm going to go with arachnophobia. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And I know what Dirk Cat's afraid of, so. But y'all don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. You asking all this just, you know, just for a friend. Just, you Dirk know, out of nowhere. Of a nice, um, I- Dirk Cat is scared of a nice clean shower. 
<laughs> tortured cats. He'd, he'd have an identity crisis. Yeah, an identity crisis. Water. I feel like if you gave Dirt Cat a bath, he would still be the color of dirt. <laughs> like that's just the color probably. he is. You're probably right. He's a hundred percent based on the cat in my neighborhood, who we call Dirt Cat. Oh, beautiful. Um, my my neighbor's next door. I actually have a picture of Dirt Cat. It's like, where's Waldo? It's hilarious. My next door neighbors. You know, we don't water all the time because you're not supposed to, and they get patches in their front yard, and you can't see this cat he is completely <laughs> camouflage in the dirt he is actually the color of dirt it is his adaptation this is how he stays safe the minute he moves or hops onto something that's another color he's as clear as day but sure <laughs> enough he's exactly the color of dirt oh amazing yeah okay cool just wanted to know thanks guys so sure. you're asking no these questions you know no very cash. casually so just cash. for a friend um it makes me think of this thing that i was talking about with craig um when he was first planning out our D campaign before we started playing and oh, he was like i know it was a very long time ago um and he was like I want to be able to like pass notes, but I'm also really like concerned that if I pass a note to somebody in the middle of a game, it'll be super obvious um, as it ended up being, because that was something that happened all the time. Um, right. But one of the things that I had suggested with that was that he could use some dummy notes. So like, instead of passing <laughs> an envelope to everybody with like a particular question, it would be like envelopes with like questions like what is your character most afraid of or like what does your character miss the most and then that way it's like everybody gets a secret question but he gets to ask the real question that he's looking for um while everybody else is just answering these like you know completely random questions that may or may not be useful in the future um but i think it it's was like, a little so bit yeah too no tedious, one really knows who got the real question worked. yeah it's like the game master rolling when they don't really need to. You just want your players to hear. <laughs> Why are you rolling? Why are you rolling? Yes. Yeah. yes. You just, just to, to mess the with them. Of the dice. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Regardless of what the answer is, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I kind of wish I've you had been it. able to do that. I know it would have been super tedious. Um, because essentially he would have had to like write up a bunch of dummy notes and just kind of like slip them into envelopes and then also make sure that like nobody accidentally wrote on the dummy note um <laughs> but yeah i think it would have been so great and then that would have been a way for him to like learn about our characters but also sending secret messages 100 percent stealing that, that. <laughs> I mean, if you can do the work hard, I would imagine it would be really useful. I think it's just like it would be tedious to type up all those, like either to type up or write up a bunch of notes. Well, honestly, then, you yeah. could use the same note over and over and over again. That's true. Yeah, because if you're um, not sharing the notes with other players, you could. I mean, it could be something ridiculous. It would yeah. be fantastic. If I literally like sent him a question of like, or like a survey of like fifty character development questions and then just was like yeah just use these as dummy questions (laughs) i would have loved that i'm gonna like eventually one day i want to use that i just you know it's a thing (laughs) (laughs) it's a good thing i like that tip yeah 
And I mean, it would have been less obvious than, you know, the literal, like, pulling somebody aside to the corner <laughs> that ended up happening. Oh my gosh, Ben, I swear. <laughs> he does it on purpose at this point. He likes the attention. Oh, God. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was not a genuine read. I'm sorry. <laughs> All my jokes are landing wrong. And the library is open. <laughs> I got my glasses on. <laughs> Whew, I'm so sorry. I'd like to point out it is three hours later for me. So that's true. 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 All right, I oh, think yeah, we should what- let Francis go to bed. Yeah. Sorry, just listen. You were gonna. Oh no, I was gonna say. Uh, so what time is it over there? Uh, it just so... turned to midnight. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Ooh, and I'm over pumpkin. here like, oh yeah, we get. Yeah. All right, Francis. Well, this is pumpkin it was brain awesome. talking. <laughs> All right, Princess Francis. We used that before. Pumpkin brain, I love it. I miss you. Miss you um, guys Dustin. Too. So, because um, I know that you stepped away to talk to your wife at the time. Um, so Saturday sounds good. Um, we we don't have a time though for Saturday, right? Like just uh, no, we haven't made a time. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Probably I don't know. Francis was saying, um, that we guys want to play sure like at eleven, twelve. Francis, I'm up is for it, it too late for you? Um, don't plan around me because I don't know what my day is going to look like. So if I okay. can pop in, is, is it okay if I? Leave it as a maybe. Oh well, I mean it's. Or do you um, need like it, a? You need to know for sure. Oh, it's you know what this is also something that's um, not like urgently that we have to do. I just kind of wanted to, um, you know, practice on roll twenty. So yeah. this is kind of like a little one-off of. I haven't just a played Dungeons D&D and thing. Dragons in almost a month. This yes. is an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all. Because I was going to say. say you know, I'm well, Francis, you go first. Oh. I was just say, certainly don't plan around me because I don't know what my my day is going to look like until that day. Um, and I was going to say because I know that Francis has been talking to us a lot about like you know starting up Survivor and like her kids on bite game. Um, and I was going to say if you need another person, Ben is always willing to play more D anD. I'm I'm sure he's going through withdrawals now that he's not <laughs> playing. You know, twice a week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so well that's cool yeah um honestly anyone who wants to join we can do that i mean i'm it's just a little game that's probably going to take about maybe two hours all you need is a basic level one character let's multiply that by three because i'm sure that's how this actually goes (laughs) i love you i don't know sure but (laughs) and kids on bikes only took two weeks yeah i'm saying let's multiply that by three and then that's a little bit more likely well i would definitely have to have an end time of like two or three o'clock for sure okay so between that'll keep us honest two or three okay so then do you want to do um 11 or noon I'm good with 11. Gives me a chance to walk the dog and wake up casually and, you know. Uh, cool. Yeah. I D&D think- brunch? Are we having D&D brunch? <laughs> I just got really excited. Um, I think I can do 11. Do you want me to let Ben know, like, if you'd yeah. like him to join in? Um, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, And it could be, um, yeah, just a level one basic character. And okay. Francis, if you can, that would be what? 11, 12, 1, 2, 2 o'clock your time? Yes. So if you're able to make it, awesome. Okay. Um, I'd love to have you. 
Um, you can use one of the characters that I sent you guys or make up someone completely new. Cool, cool. Okay. I will be side comboing you about that after. Okay. Can I have Sounds a pet? Oh my gosh, this um, always the first question. This is gonna be terrible. <laughs> I know this is gonna be terrible. And I know I'm always the person that's like, oh no, you can't because you're gonna lose it. But oh, my character well, is hedgehog themed and it would be cool if I had a hedgehog. <laughs> well, the good thing about a hedgehog is that you could pick it up and put it in your pocket. Yeah. Kind of a thing. You could have like your and hedgehog possibly pouch. Possibly use as a side weapon. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> hedgehog, I choose you! Go, spike attack! So is that a yes? <laughs> if you want, um, just know probably one thing that I'm going to do is take these characters and probably tr if we do want to play more with these characters transition them into either lost minds of fandelver mm, okay. or some other um pre-made D campaign or something okay. else that i might find so okay. i'm right now just trying to get my um dm chops up right so the only way that you can do that is by actually dming different yeah. games right so i've actually already dm'd this game that would do on Saturday, but now I want to practice more on a story that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So I'm always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, you guys want to play? Anyone who wants to participate? That's good. Sounds and you're good. sure it's okay if I ask Ben? I feel bad. Yeah. Okay. So either it will be um, you, Ben, Anne, and Francis, or mm -hmm. it will be you, me, Ben, and Anne. If Francis can't make it, either okay. one. And so, yeah, Francis, if it's something that you're like, you know what? I don't know if I can make it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. But Aww. we would love to have you, especially on the next round when we play Secret Hitler. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're not ready for that side of me. It's a very difficult <laughs> Like That's role playing games versus competitive games. Ooh, we better watch out, boy. Yeah, I thought I was ready. I was not ready. Uh... I killed. I killed Anne like in cold blood. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> to where harsh. yeah, you were the fascist, and I was Hitler. You yeah, you were yeah, Hitler, and you sacrificed yeah. one of your own who supported yeah. you. Turn it. Fair, but didn't you end up winning? Fascist. I had we gone one more round, I would have won. As a true fascist, I was standing up for what I believed in, and I was willing to sacrifice myself for the cause. I was, I was deep. I was in. You know, I appreciate that's the kind of loyalty I need. <laughs> I almost won for Oh, that guy's a little that. dark. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> One of those days, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us after the game. If you're interested in playing The Nine Trials, you can download it at our website, inkborn.studio, or itch.io under Inkborn Studio. Check out Inkborn Studio on Patreon to support the podcast and earn sweet rewards. Until next time, friends, remember to collect your tuna.